Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Nice outfit. Mom, make her change. No way. I was wearing it first. So? It looks better on me. It looks the same, doofus. We're twins. And take off my sunglasses. You do this to torture me, right? Mom, you're going to make her change, right? Who cares? It's volleyball practice, not a beauty pageant. My friends will think I'm a double mint geek. If you worried half as much about your game as you do about what your friends think, you- Order! Order in the kitchen. All right. Which one of you changed last time? I did. You, you did, did not. not. I, I did, did too. too. Okay. Pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Okay. Short stick changes. But mom. Choose. You lose. Fine. I'll wear another sweatshirt. But I still say it looks better on me. Ha 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 ha. Oh, twins are so wacky. Twins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Val. Hey, Al. Hey, Bryce. Hey, y'all. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners and welcome to our special guest, Bryce. Yay. Bryce, introduce yourself. All right. So my name is Bryce and, um, oh boy, I am a basketball enthusiast <laughs> because I've been playing since I was four. Wow. And that's how I would like to be. No. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. No other identifying qualities about her. Just <laughs> that she's been playing basketball since she was four. Yes. Hey, if that's how you want us to identify you, that's great. Yeah, we'll take it. B-ball girl <laughs> 11 over here. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, Bryce and I have known each other since I was in third grade and she was in second grade. We grew up on the same street and we also played travel basketball together growing up. So this uh, this episode is special for that reason. And um, because this is a spoiler city, baby, uh, a (laughs) basketball movie. So we're talking about basketball. Uh, so it's only true. fitting that we had Bryce on this week. It is only fitting because today we are talking about double team. Yes. Double teamed. Let's just go, let's just do it. Let's, let's dive right into the business. Right in. Double teamed came out January 18th, 2002. First movie of the year. Nice. A Ooh. solid start. Mm-hmm. Double Teamed was directed by none other than Dwayne Dunham yeah. of Halloween Town, The 13th Year, Ready to Run, 
Right on Track, Tiger Cruise, Now You See It, plus Little Giants, one of my favorite movies, also a sports movie, and also things I love, uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and he edited Return of the Jedi. Wow. Nice. So... I do think I remember hearing thing. all of those things previously. They do yes. ring, ring some bells in, mm-hmm. in the old owl head. <laughs> <laughs> We're a pro Duane household. We are pro Duane. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This movie was written by Douglas Penn, who literally this was his only credit. Nice. And then uh, John Weirick, who also wrote Ready to Run and uh, many episodes of Step by Step. Cool. Mm-hmm. My guess is Douglas Penn like wrote maybe an autobiography or like an article or something that inspired like was based on this because this is based on a true story. Right. These are real people. Mm-hmm. Um, so my guess is that that's why Douglas Penn only has this one credit because he wrote like the or- the origin story and then John Weirk made it into a screenplay. Um, OK, the cast is not huge, so let's drive right through it. Poppy Monroe played Heather Burge, uh, the more, uh, let's say, driven uh, twin. Sure. Sure. She was in Tiger Cruise and not a whole lot else. She stopped acting in 2006. Okay. Bryce is thinking, what's Tiger Cruise? It's another decom. <laughs> it's coming up. We haven't watched it yet. That's why You'll have I to listen to that it. episode. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Um, Annie McElwain played Heidi Burge, her twin sister, who likes acting more than sports. Um, she had, didn't really do much. She also as she is her twin, stopped acting in 2006. <laughs> Not twins in real life, but twins That's in right. career in spirit. and spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Teal Redman played Nikki Williams, their villain slash friend uh, slash teammate. Um, she is most known for a run on Gilmore Girls as well as CSI. Cool. Original flavor. Nice. And she has what I like to call villain face. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. She also has that like villain voice too. Like yeah. that sexy raspy. Like why are you yeah. so sexy when you're 14? I don't get right. it. But, yeah. Like, like rich. so much vocal fry. Yeah. It all mm-hmm. hurts. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Her life is so hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick Searcy played Larry Burge, their dad. I recognize him primarily from Fried Green Tomatoes, which is one of my favorite movies. But he was he's also been in the show Justified. He was in 112263 along with Sarah Gaydon, a frequent flyer of DCOMs. And he was in The Shape of Water, among other things. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. Huge character actor. One episode of everything you can imagine. Correct. Correct. Those are just the things that, like, either I knew because they stood out to me or, like, shows where he was in multiple episodes. Mackenzie Phillips played Mary Burge, their mom. I recognized her as the mom from the show So Weird. Yeah. When I talk about that show, no one has any idea what I'm talking about. So I'm so glad that it's like, it's on Disney Plus now, right? Yeah. yeah. I love that show. Yeah. Eric Von Detten's in uh, that show. Yeah. Uh, and the girl Fee was like a lesbian icon for, <laughs> <laughs> for the millennial age. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It was great. Uh, she was uh, Mackenzie Phillips was also on both versions of One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was also in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I didn't realize because I looked at her IMDb too because I was like, where do I know her from? And then those were the, the two things that I remembered her from. And um, I am a watcher of One Day at a Time, the more recent one, and had no idea that she was on the original and thought mm. that was really cool. But if yeah, you really need cool. a good TV show to watch, watch One Day at a Time. This is my recommendation to you. It is so good. I've heard very good yeah, things. Yeah, it is so good. Um, okay, just a couple more. Tanya Goot played Madison Strickland, Goot. one of their basketball teammates. Very funny gal, or at least that was the what we were Intent. supposed to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the comedic relief. That's why they put her in pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Miyashima played their coach, mm. uh, Coach Yoshida, and he plays the principal in the high school musical movies. Okay. Oh! that's where i recognize him from mm-hmm. nice <laughs> yeah um and then chris olivero played their sexy neighbor galen alderman <laughs> which is like the least sexy name ever um I, I i wrote down i was like galen alderman and then had the thought of oh my god God, this movie is based on a true story. <laughs> I know. I hope that's really his name because that's insane. Oh, no. Um, and the only thing Poor he kid. like had a long stint on was Kyle XY. Okay. Um, which I feel like a movie we just watched had someone who was in Kyle XY. Oh, it was uh Danny from Twas the Night. He was also oh, in Kyle yeah. XY. Maybe they were past. I never watched it. All I know is Kyle XY doesn't have a belly button. That That's all right. I know, too. That's all I know as well. Yeah. Okay. So episode, <laughs> there's one episode of Kyle XY, and it's just about <laughs> no belly button. <laughs> Isn't that just the pilot? And people are like, That's yeah. All I need to know. Uh-huh. I don't need to But then everyone anymore. talks about it, and everyone loves it. <laughs> all the marketing was literally just him pulling his shirt up to yeah. his belly. <laughs> he had no belly that button. Everything else looked good, though. <laughs> yeah, everything else looked great. I'm with you, Al. Okay. Uh, The synopsis is so long, so let's see if I can get through it. Let's see if she can get through it. She might stop halfway through and not continue. I might just fade fade off. I'll just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Okay. In this fact-based film, twins Heidi and Heather Burge take an unusual route to becoming WNBA stars. As teens, the girls enroll in a large high school in hopes of being noticed by college talent scouts. Before long, the school's basketball coach enlists the Burge sisters to play for his team. They begin to shine on the court, but before they succeed, they must learn to accept one another's differences and deal with their overbearing dad. Well, you got through it. Yeah, I that I mean, I guess that's accurate. <clears throat> One thing that I wanted to point out, because it's incorrect in the movie as well, um, and it's like in the IMDb is like one of the facts or maybe one of the mistakes. They didn't actually both play in the WNBA. One of them played in the WNBA and one of them played in a different league called the WBA. So they never, ever played against each other in professional basketball. But it made a great ending shot. Oh, okay? it made a Remember? great ending oh. shot. Yeah, Bryce, but our entire childhood is a lie. Lies. Lies. It's a lie. Lies. 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 Well, we made it through the business. 
So Bryce, why don't you tell us what what your relationship is to this movie? Why why are you here today? Okay, so I want to be known as that basketball girl. So when I saw that Disney had a basketball movie, I said, I'm all in. And I don't even <laughs> care how bad or good it is. Um, actually, I don't know why, but I, is it possible that my first crush outside of Lola Bunny was Heather? Maybe. <laughs> I wanted to be Heather. And I was like, I have that drive. I'm going to be the best on the court. Like, I, I genuinely... Like I would do the sit-ups in the morning to be just like Heather. Like, Aww. I don't know why, but, um, and then I also had like that dad that was my coach growing up my whole life. And so mm. sports was just kind of always, um, a, just a big pillar for me. Um, and so I was like, yes, this is the best movie ever. And I love it to death. Now I have not watched it since I was a kid and I kind of t- Take a full 180. Like, I don't believe anything that I believe back then. <laughs> almost like, wait, why did this movie actually get made? I feel terrible because it's a true story, but I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And additionally, oh, how the turntables. Oh, turn I literally wrote that in my notes now. But <laughs> the other side of it, too, was like, I was a kid who I was going to be the first woman NBA player. Like that was what I wanted to do. And then I was like, wait, no, I want to be a professional soccer player. And then I kind of flipped back, like, no, I just saw this movie. I want to be a WNBA. So I would like flip back and forth to wanting to be like this fantastic sports star. And these girls did it. So I was like, I, I love this movie. <sighs> <laughs> so well, maybe I should stop there. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, my follow-up question is, so like, I guess what I would have asked is, you know, what was your, what changed or what was new that you got out of it this time? But I'm kind of getting an impression that maybe you sort of became less of a fan. (laughs) Totally became less of a fan. It's so sad. Um, I was like, why did I stop watching this movie? And I mean, I watch it now and I've watched it three times in the past two days. (laughs) You're like, what can I find in you that I like? Oh no! So hard, except for the fact, like, oh, like you know, they they make it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. Like you're gonna ask me in the near future what my favorite quotes are, and I'm about to tell you every single quote I (laughs) made. I am shocked. I love I like, this so I much. I want to be on this episode so bad. Yes, okay, so that's what I wanted to mention is I told Bryce, I was like, oh, me and my friend Val are starting a, a podcast about DCOMs. And she goes, I need to do double teams. Like immediately was like, I need to, I, I need to do double teams. And I was like, okay. And Bryce was one of the first people on our list of guests. I can confirm. Like it was like, Bryce was like the second person ever on the list. And we've been doing this now for over a year. Bryce has been on the list because she needed to do this movie so bad. You guys forgot about me. Oh my God. Absolutely not. No, you have been on the schedule mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so uh, i hope i don't disappoint <laughs> no i think this will oh, make we're, for a yeah we're pissed. very fun i'm yeah. just i'm disappointed already you didn't like I this knew movie it. i know it is mm-hmm. al's signing off i'm signing off <laughs> and that's well, it for al <laughs> well what al before night. you leave yeah oh yeah you, oh would sorry, you mind? Yeah. 
Yeah. Why would you mind telling us what your first impression? Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway from this movie was a lot of PTSD from when I played sports and I was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was Bryce can confirm, uh, a bench warmer for the travel basketball team. I played about three minutes every game, one minute in like the end of the first quarter or second quarter. And then the last like 45 seconds of the game. Um, I was not integral seconds. What? The last 45 seconds are integral seconds. Um, not if you're down by like 15 <laughs> or, okay. or up, by we were 15. up by 15. You're yeah. Right. And then if, if, if we were tied, I was like uh, my shoe, my, I was already changed. Like they were like, yeah, no, we don't need you lady. Go away. Um, and the, the biggest PTSD moment, and Bryce will agree with this as well, uh, was our coach's like mantra was um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I worked so hard in practice and never got to play. Um, mm. And then um, so I, I switched roles and I started managing boys basketball. And that's where I dedicated my time. And I think it was Hell better, yeah. better fit for me because I'm a people pleaser. So it's much better as a manager. Um, this movie was, I didn't think it was awful. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven. I like, whoa, I liked this movie. I'd watch it again. I, um, I do think so Bryce, um, may or may not, we will find out later, be doing the synopsis. Um, so I feel like when there's a chance that someone else does the synopsis, I pay a little bit more attention to the movie as opposed to my notes. So this time I took way like less detailed notes just in case Bryce is going to be picking that up for me. So I think I enjoyed it a little bit more with not with kind of watching it, which would be so smart to watch it three times. Um, <laughs> but instead I just watch it one time. <laughs> the third time um, around I paused it like every scene. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I got to dissect this. Oh I my must. God. Yeah. I, did um, it. I thought it was good though. I thought the acting was fine. Like it wasn't like it was not the worst acting we ever seen. It wasn't the best acting we've ever seen. Um, and I also have a tie to this movie in that when I had long blonde hair, I <laughs> got told that like when people would be like, you look like this person, the amount of times I got told I looked like a girl from double teamed. <laughs> nice. Many a many. That's uh, a win. Many a many a many. I mean, they are fit. They're gorgeous. That's a win. That's mm-hmm. a huge win. I'll take fit and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I never got told that. Mm-mm. Not even. Oh, I'll tell you, you're fucking gorgeous every day. I told you you were gorgeous earlier. <laughs> you guys should have seen me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, you sent she me does. a picture. She's not lying. She's not lying. I did send her an atrocious <laughs> picture. Of no, and it's perfect in your So Al's a liar. Uh, <laughs> a liar. <laughs> a liar. Um, yeah, Val. What were your uh, What are your first impressions? Well, <clears throat> thanks, so. Al. Uh, I went into this. <laughs> she took my own line, everyone. <laughs> you didn't use it. I so did. I figured out. That's why you took it. <laughs> um, so I went into this thinking that I had never seen this movie. I definitely have seen this movie. Definitely. I can't forget about it. I see. I've never seen it. What did you say, Al? I can't believe you went into it thinking you hadn't seen it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't remember it. Like, it didn't, it isn't one of the ones that I watched, you know, like, reruns of Mm -hmm. whenever it was on. I've probably seen it once, maybe twice. I didn't remember much of the story. I just sort of, you know, I knew I'd seen it. Yeah. I, 
I didn't have like a strong feeling either way about this movie. Like I probably fall somewhere in between you two as far as like my impression of this movie. Like I I thought the acting was really bad, um, which I thought like distracted me, particularly Heather and to a lesser degree, Heidi. Um, I just thought that both of them were just like Heather just overacted a lot. And while I admired her like commitment to that level of intensity without being like embarrassed by it, like I think that's cool that she was willing to do that. But it was just it was so unrealistic to like how an actual human being behaves that I was I just know. like I sometimes scream in writhing pain and it sounds pretty like it should be <laughs> acting, but it's real. I just like every time she was playing a sport or like doing anything, it was just so intense. And I was just like, okay. Um, And Heidi, she was a little bit better, but she was also just kind of like, I don't know. The fact that Um, they're supposed to look 14 for me, like along with that of like the acting and then they actually like they're supposed to be freshmen. Yes. And just because they're tall doesn't mean they need to look old. And they looked like college sophomores and they put them next to actual 14 year olds yeah. which just made it worse mm-hmm. they totally so they did. looked like they were in you know not even they looked like they were out of college like yeah. they looked like they were like adults like who were teaching the other kids um yeah that was also distracting um and then what was i gonna say before we just went on that i'm tangent? sorry i cut you off too no it's okay i just had one other thought and now it's gone is it how bad Hold the on. coach is at acting Oh, no, I didn't mind him so much, although I did. I did think it was so funny how everyone in every context of sports, like whether it was the cheerleaders or the coach or whatever, it was always just like, go, go, go. Like there was nothing like specific ever about like to coach or encourage. Yeah, it was just like. Win. Yeah. Their cheer was like, go, go, go. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) oh i just remembered what the other thing was that i was gonna say so this movie is because it's based on a true story it's supposed to be set in 1984 Uh and my impression see al exactly al's face says it all (laughs) she is confused because (laughs) (laughs) the the level of effort that they went to to illustrate that this was the 80s was the same effort that I would expect from like if I were to say I'm having an 80s party at my house (laughs) and then all of my friends like went and looked in their closet an hour before the party and were like what do I have that looks vaguely 80s I'm gonna wear that and it's gonna be good enough Uh and that's what this movie did and it it was very clear like it was literally like okay we're gonna wear like high-waisted shorts which I guess were in the 80s but really felt more 90s to me and then like there was one moment where like uh Heidi had like a sweater with like a big belt belt over it but again like that also was of the era that this movie came out like I had a belt that I wore like that over my shirt so it was just kind of like okay like I'm not buying it for one second yeah this is it felt very 1999 yeah exactly basically I just felt like this movie like kind of phoned it in a little bit like in general that's I guess what I felt about this movie like it could have been I love sports movies I lo- like Love and Basketball is one of my favorite movies on earth. 
I love a good basketball movie. I love a good sports movie. Like Bend It Like Beckham is also one of my favorite movies uh -huh. ever. So like this had every reason to be something that I enjoyed thoroughly. And I just sort of felt meh about it. So that's that was my impression. Um, okay. Bryce. Uh -oh. favorite or least favorite quotes or moments. Uh, okay, wait, maybe I will actually start with a genuinely like good thing. So the mom insert actress's name here is Mackenzie Phillips. Actually wonderful. And I love her dearly. Yeah. She's great. Excuse me while I sift through my 11 pages of notes. I'm sure it's towards the back where I say the mom is amazing. Okay, mom is the best. Okay, so there's a time where she's checking in on Heather, and basically she says, um, she says there will always be somebody better than you, but that comes after this explanation of um, play a sport or play because you love it, not to be better than your sister or good enough for your father, do it because you love it. And that whole section is so, it just like hits every athlete, every actor, every, like whatever you're doing, there's always going to be somebody better than you. And I just thought that was like such a true, like probably the truest moment of the whole movie. Um, mm -hmm. So that I actually thoroughly enjoyed and loved. Now let's talk about what I hated, which is <laughs> totally in our intro. Um, it looks <laughs> the same doofus were twins. They say that the whole movie and what kills me is that they're not twins. Because <laughs> the actors aren't twins. Like, sure, the no, true story, not. yeah. But like they couldn't have Lindsay Lohan us. Like you could have, you couldn't have given us a sweet little pear trap moment and just like green screened one in. It maybe could have been better. It maybe could have been better. So it was like lines like that that killed me. And then one second best, always second best. And then they almost mm. try and make it an endearing thing. Yeah. Where yeah. like Heidi's like, yeah, you're right. I am the second best always. And it's like, <laughs> why do you like that? Like, that's what my about. You just insulted me. <laughs> and like, I'm there were the youngest of three. And so I'm very competitive. And so I would hate to be called like the third best or something like that. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. There were a lot of moments where they were like explicitly mean to each other or like their parents. And then they were all like, ha, 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 isn't it funny how mean we are to each other? Yes. It's the worst. Yeah. The dinner table covers. Yeah. Conversation. So yeah, those are my top eights. <laughs> nice. Al. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> I loved that there was no narrator in this movie. I just have to put that out there. We haven't had one of those in a few weeks. <laughs> Heidi is uh, signing up at uh, school for like clubs and she's talking to her new friend with the pigtails and she goes, it was a joke. And the girl goes, oh, does comedy <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> So they were like, do you have any, like, what are you good at? And she's like, nothing. Uh, and then, I don't know. It was funny. And that um, she says, um, I sing on the beach. And it's just like, oh, they, yeah. they asked her, like, what her previous experience was. And she's like, I sing on the beach. So I'm like, that's like singing in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, you don't have any experience. I sing on the beach. <laughs> um, and then we have Coach meets Heather for the first time. 
And he go, and then she goes, oh, my sister. And he goes, there's two of you. Thank God. And then a second later, like he, one of them doesn't want to play or whatever. And then he just looks up and goes, you are so cruel. <laughs> They're playing man to man defense. And then the girl goes, in this case, woman to woman. Shutting up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, one of the moments I hated was coach is mad that she's bad at basketball, but she's never played basketball before. Like, why are you mad? <laughs> oh, you just made me think of another amazing moment. Can I Say interrupt? It. Okay. Yeah. Um, the moment that he meets Heather and she's like, well, I don't know. I might not be that good. Like I've never played before. And he looks at her and has the entire basketball team behind him and says, that's okay. You'll fit right in. Like yeah, it's all yeah. the whole team. Yeah. And they're all like, I don't like, oh, why would he say that? Like they didn't even like really care. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that the moment of a step and repeat being at a high school party was really funny. Um, and for those, of I you, wrote that down yeah, too. The, those of you who don't know what a step and repeat is, it's like when you go to the Oscars and you stand in front of like the wall on the red carpet and they take pictures of you that happened at this high school party. I hated that the, the mean girl, um, the resting mean face girl <laughs> or resting villain face, um, yeah. thought that they were the same person. She met Heidi and uh, thought that they were yeah. the same person. And it's like, Hated it. that'd be like someone meeting my sister and being like, that's Al. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> um, I did not like when the dad was playing with Heather and he said, who's, who's your, your daddy? daddy? Oh, God. I know. Mm -mm. That was... <laughs> wildly inappropriate <laughs> um and then uh okay i have a couple more i like i liked this movie i'm sorry you're allowed to she like says it. you're a ball hog with a sorry attitude mm -hmm. and then coach says which has even more of a tie than i thought val because he's the principal in high school musical he says get your head in the game <gasps> i didn't know that yeah he said, get oh. your head in the game. And I was like, Wildcats. Like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is like my calling. Um, and Bryce <laughs> mentioned earlier the resting villain face friend. Uh, she has this like raspy voice. And toward the, uh, toward the end, she goes, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it was alarming. <laughs> um, but like, it, it was, I don't know. It was kind of just like, surprise, surprise. Oh my God. And then oh the very, God. the, the one, the, 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 the cream of the crop, uh -huh. the Taj Mahal of lines from DCOMs. What freaky twin thing. <laughs> Thank you. And that's my time. <laughs> that's good. Oh man. Val, Valerie Allery. <laughs> what are some of your favorite quotes and moments? Allery, Allery. Um, okay, favorite quotes. So, um, this, well, first of all, there was a moment towards the beginning where the dad from The Luck of the Irish showed up for a moment. No, really? And I was like, no, Al's going to oh, be so mad. It's I, was wondering, I was like, I know where this man is from, but I don't. Thank you for <laughs> thank you. Because yeah. I did not know. He was like the assistant volleyball coach. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was the one is who sort of Is that who he is? 
I was like, yeah. in my synopsis, I'm like, why is he there? Like, yeah. his yeah. daughter doesn't play there anymore. No, yeah. he's literally just there to, like, plant that seed okay. for the dad. Yeah. Um. Okay, so when uh, Heidi is meeting the theater person and signing up another thing that happens is the theater girl says sorry my mouth's an early riser but my brain sleeps in yeah (laughs) which i thought was such a wonderful way to say that uh this is one of the times where they said something mean to each other and then they just sort of laughed it off so the dad says uh heidi one of these days your sister is going to be famous and you're going to be sorry you didn't work as hard as your sister and then Heidi goes, oh, yeah, well, one day I'll be at the Oscars and I'll be thanking everyone but you. And then he and then laughed. They, I know. And then they and all laughed. And like, you're impossible. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> it's wild. Like, what is this family? Um, OK, then there's this is more of like the, an example of when the mom is great. The They're in the stands and the dad goes that's my girl and then she goes so is the other one <laughs> she gets it you know that mom she just gets, gets yeah. it we had mm-hmm. a lot of good decom moms decom yes. dads are oh. typically on the shit scale for me yeah, yeah yeah um yeah okay so that was pretty much it in terms of my quotes and moments are we ready um so to nervous. take our to take our warm ups off. Don't be nervous at all. And reveal reveal that there is nothing underneath. <laughs> there is. We've taken off our jerseys. We've taken off our mid shin socks. We have taken off our ankle high top braces. Sneakers. Oh, we yeah. have taken off our high top sneakers. And we are nude. Welcome to Spoiler <laughs> City. Um, all right, Bryce, would you like to do the synopsis today? We typically ask our guests if they would like to do it. I would love to give the old college try. Amazing. Yeah. College try is the college do, baby. Um, <laughs> there is no college try. There is it's only it's college, college do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce, whenever you're ready. <clears throat> it opens on a California suburban neighborhood. And the opening credits tell us that this is based on a true story of Heidi and Heather Birch. So we see one sister working out in her bedroom, high knees, jumping rope, whole house just rumbling. The other sister, sleeping. Mom, trying to have some peace in the quiet, drinking coffee. And the dad is proud as hell that the twin is rumbling the house. All right. Uh, the dad's then yelling at the girls to get ready for volleyball practice. And that whole beginning, as we've talked about already in our favorite quotes, is really the sisters just getting pit against each other and this whole rivalry between the two. So we start off the movie seeing Heather get what she wants. So that is a good old start for this movie. So now they're at this volleyball practice. They show Heather spiking this ball a lot and Heidi just can't keep up. And then the craziest thing happens. The dad from Luck of the Irish, Elle's least favorite dad ever, shows up to practice (laughs) and starts talking to the twins' father, whose name is Larry. And he starts mentioning scouts and scholarships, which perks up the ears of the father. So... The look of the Irish dad, he urges him to consider putting the girls into a larger school with a big athletics program. So the private school that they go to doesn't have the volleyball team right now. Um, and that's our inciting incident. So that conversation basically makes the dad spiral into this like deeper control freak like mode. Um, and then right after this volleyball practice, there's this scene of the girls on these tandem bikes riding to the <laughs> beach. Okay. And they're basically sitting there just 
also nailing in this fact that like Heather is the best at everything. She's like, yeah, well, I'm better than you at piano and soccer and track. And like, I even popped out of the womb before you basically. And that's mm-hmm. the whole line. I'm like one second best, always second best comes out of nowhere. And I'm just like, Ugh, barf. but what kills me is that the scene after this whole, like watching them go to the beach, uh, the next scene is Larry dad coming home and telling the, his wife about this plan to put them into this new high school. So for me, this means that right after the volleyball practice, he did all of the research, found the high school he wants to put these kids into, goes and talks to the principal. And this is pre-internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't this know. This is all within, like, I would guess three hours tops. Like, that's generous. <laughs> Giving them three hours, he did all of this work. And I was like, wow, this guy. Um, <laughs> so I guess, well, when he talks to the principal, he says, yeah, sure, you can bring those girls over. You just have to move into district in about two weeks. So he kind of gives them that time frame when he has to move to let the girls go to school. Can we stop for a second? That is yeah. insane. Yeah. Two weeks to sell your house and move to another house. Al knows she just bought her condo. Yeah, I don't want to talk this about it. This is not a two-week <laughs> process. Uh-uh. But I try to think, like, was it in the 80s? No. No. Did, okay. I, it was I probably even to- worse in the 80s because <laughs> of paperwork. Like, you had nothing electronic. Right. Yeah. Like you had to do everything in person. You're like, so maybe right. they had a fax. Like, I don't know. I, I just <gasps> feel like <laughs> for for any Gen Zers out there, because we know <laughs> the Gen Z loves our podcast, a fax yes. machine is where um you you write something and you slip it through the machine and then it prints out in another it's place. Like, it's like if you texted to a printer. Mm. Yeah. That's a way better but description than not a printer. <laughs> That's close to like you. someone printer else's printer. Yeah. Yeah. Like a printer in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Larry comes back telling the mom about this brilliant plan to put them into this brand new school. And the mom doesn't seem really happy about this idea. And then the girls come back from the beach and the dad tells them to sit down because we're having a discussion that concerns you. Ultimately, he's like, hey, girls, we're going to put you into a new school. (laughs) And then Heidi freaks out. And she's like, Dad, what are we supposed to tell our friends? And we're switching schools because the PE is better. Heather can do what she wants, but I'm not going in. You can't rape me. Like, so she, she, like, has this crying moment, like, storms off. She's very, very upset. And then Heather is, like, trying to, like, soak it all in. She's like, it's okay, Mom, you know. Dad's just doing what he thinks is best. So like Heather's, you know, kind of daddy little girl, like supporting him and all of that. Uh, Hard shift. It's now the first day of school. And Heidi is saying bye to her best friend from the old school and says that she'll call her later that night. We never see her again. I know. (laughs) So the girls get to school and oh, how the tables turn. Uh, Heidi is stoked to be there. Heidi's like, oh my God, but I can sign up for this club and I can do that. Should I do French or Italian? And then Heather's kind of like, I'm uncomfortable and I don't really love being here. So Heidi meets the president of the drama club. Her name is Zoe. And then while Heidi is making friends and signing up for clubs, Heather is just trying to get a good b-ball workout in. And the main gym is filled with people. So she finds the back gym that is also being occupied with the girls' basketball team. So we enter the scene with their best player, Nikki, 
scoring a left-handed layup with her right hand. So that really sets the tone for me as a basketball player. I was like, oh yeah, she's it. Like she is the best player on the team. Um, and then the coach is like yelling at the team for their lack of defense. That's when the statue line comes into play. And uh, he makes a quick prayer and or a complaint to God. He says, 15 years, 15 years. Would it kill you to send me some reinforcements? And then all of a sudden, Heather walks through the door and spills her volleyballs everywhere. <laughs> but, but another one of those moments that has me like, what the hell? Heather spills the volleyball container, goes all over the basketball court, and she's keeping the container. I know she's supposed to stay low so that they can't see her height yet, but the volleyball container is on its side, and she's trying to shove volleyballs into it <laughs> while they all continue to spill out. I'm like, at least lift it up, like put it upright. So the coach comes up, he helps Heather, and then Heather stands up, towering over him, and he thanks God, and he's like, do you want to come try out for this basketball team? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I might not be that good. I never play. And then he basically insults the whole basketball team in front of them saying, that's okay. You'll fit right in, kid. And so she's like, oh, that's my dad. And that's when she goes home. So we get home and Heidi is sitting on the phone, just like giggling her ass off. And I'm like, oh, she's having a good time on this phone call. Perhaps she called her best friend back. No. She really doesn't bring this best friend back at all. She's talking to Zoe and Zoe basically invites her to this big old party and she's super stoked and excited and happy runs downstairs to dinner and asks her parents if she can go. So at the beginning of this dinner, it's really important because the mom who just gets everything is like, we should find a house really soon. Sooner is always better than later. The dad like shrugs it off and it's like, eh, they don't check on these things. We'll be fine. Like two, four, six weeks. We're good. And then Heather says that she met the b-ball coach and she wants to play. And dad's like, wow, that's a great idea. You're the most brilliant daughter I've ever had. <laughs> says it right in front of Heidi. No, he doesn't say that. But um, he thinks it. He totally he thinks, definitely it. thinks it. Which brings us to the moment of your sister's going to be famous one of these days and you'll be sorry. And Heidi's like, well, I'm going to be at the Oscars thanking everybody but you. Then who'll be sorry? And they all laugh. Sickos. So Heather shows up to the gym and starts shooting a basketball and just making every shot. Like, I've been playing basketball my whole life and I can't show up to a gym, pick up a ball and make every single shot. Anyways... Um, Nikki gets a little saucy and tells her that this is her team and don't try and make a name for yourself here. Al, can you do the raspy? This is my team. <laughs> don't try to make a name for yourself here. But that was 10 out of 10. Thank you. So <laughs> Nikki, there's this like, I, I don't necessarily want to call it a montage, but they're showing all of these scenarios where Nikki is beating Heather on every one-on-one -on -one opportunity. Um, but the tides really change when Nikki, so Heather gets screened off by a player and falls on the ground. And Nikki turns and says, it's like taking candy from a baby. It's like <laughs> taking candy from a baby. <laughs> and Heather's like, uh-uh. So she stands up off the screen. And then while Nikki's trying to take her shot, she like stuffs the shit out of the ball and like hits it <laughs> off the court. Like, uh, yeah masculinity um <laughs> and nikki's like oh my god oh, it was such a bad blog yeah whatever um so in that time heidi is being dropped off at this 
party. So this is later that night. Um, and this party is at Nikki's mansion. And Heidi says in the car ride, like, I thought a clown for my sixth birthday was a big deal. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and the dad goes, I was the clown. <laughs> yeah. And she's almost like confused by it. She's like, oh, you were? Uh, oh. <laughs> so while they're in this party, uh, Nikki meets Heidi, but mistakes her for Heather. And Heidi's like, oh, no, no, like you met my sister who's playing on your basketball team. It's not me. So please stop your hatred right there. Like check it at the door. But then she really continues to like press her and like, oh, like where do you live? And what's your address? And right now, Heidi and Heather are living in a place that shouldn't allow them to go to the school. So Heidi chokes and she reads somebody's literal jacket, like their Letterman jacket. It says 1984 all district. And they're like, um, that's not a road. So the next day at practice, Heather is drooling over this cute senior basketball player, Mr. McDreamy himself, Galen Alderman. But then <laughs> Nikki ruins the moment and says, Hey, I stopped by your house late last night and saw that you weren't there. Maybe that's because it's a donut shop. <laughs> oh, you're a big liar. And then funny pigtails McGee steps in. Madison and she's all like, "Oh my god, when are we going to have like a sleepover at your donut house?" <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so that's a pretty big moment because Heidi's a big old liar. So Dad puts up a basketball net in the backyard, and Heidi comes home from hanging out on a boat and practicing lines with her Wizard of Oz castmates. So Heidi comes back, and they play basketball one on one. And in that moment, he says the whole "Who's your daddy?" and it's really awkward when he's making those shots. And then the dad asks how the boat ride was, but in reality, he's like, "Do you really care?" I don't think so because you're about to drop a bomb on her and says, hey, by the way, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but you're not going to do the play anymore. You're going to play some basketball because I said so. So Heidi's like really mad about that. And she also thinks that her sister is kind of like in on it. So the next day of practice, the sisters are both there and a lot of fouls are happening. Lots of grunts like basketball was not happening. And that's when we first see her do that whole side foot pivot. You can't even call it a pivot. Bicycle. For some reason, that move makes me so uncomfortable. I want to (laughs) puke. Like, I'm pretty sure any ref actually, like, they might call that a travel because the way that she goes up on the toe, like, it's not even like her toe stays down. Um, It's hell. It's hell. (laughs) But we let it, we let it slide. Um, So we've had all these practices. Now Heidi's kind of getting acclimated to the game. We actually see that she has some pretty good jumpers. And then there's this in-team game. So they basically have all of these girls that are trying out. Apparently tryouts for them take multiple weeks or a full week. I don't know. But they have this scrimmage, red versus black. And uh, it's basically the final tryout to see who's going to make the team. And the gym is packed and has a full band and i used to play varsity soccer and we would play varsity versus jv and we had maybe eight people that would show up to that game so i don't know who would show up to a tryout and also have a full band there and not to mention that none of those kids were actually playing those instruments because i play trumpet and they show a lot about those trumpet players me too you do yeah oh we're twins we're twins (laughs) 
Yeah, actually, people are wondering who's who between yeah. the two of you. We both have great eyebrows. We do. Can confirm. Hey, doofus, it's because we're twins. Hey, doofus, they can tell. I can't tell you two apart. If, we, if we're both playing trumpet, you definitely couldn't. Mm-mm. So um, I was pretty uncomfortable watching that whole game because it's like half of the people are like, red, red, red. Black, black. You like you don't even know. Like, and then the coach is coaching against his own team, but he's yeah. like, it that was, confused me. It was all a hot mess. So during this big old game, Nikki said that they're not calling her name. So you hear Heather, Heather, Heidi, Heidi, and she's like, they're not saying my name. And I used to be the best. Um, so instead of passing the ball, she takes one shot, and the coach literally puts her on blast, yells at her, calls her all these like mean, you know, selfish and puts her on the bench. When in reality, she had passed every other ball before that shot and she made the shot like that one got me. Um, So the red team wins because Heather blocks Heidi's final shot, but like who cares? And then they have this pep rally to say who made the team. Now during this pep rally is when Nikki drops out of the auditorium and goes to the principal's office and drops off this information that the twins haven't moved yet. And it says confidential in the squiggly handwriting. So the principal brings the dad in and says, you messed up by not moving in time, kicking the girls out. But then the dad manages to change the principal's mind, and give them more time. And then this is what confuses me. School just started. Okay. Let's say it's been two, three weeks, maybe even four weeks. When he turns around, he's like, okay, I'll give you till Christmas. So originally it was like, I'll give you two weeks. Now I'll give you four months, which does make more sense though, in the Mm. ways of buying a house. Mm -hmm. So the family up and moves out of their beautiful suburban home and goes to a place called Sandy Shores, a yucky complex right behind a bowling. And the parents fight. So Mary, the mom, she's great. Uh, the dad thinks he's such an amazing father and pointing them in the right direction and getting them ready for their future and gifting them dreams. And the mom's like, maybe it's not their dream. Maybe it's only yours. And I was like, Ooh, that one hit deep. Mm -hmm. So the girls are outside the complex on the basketball court. So they start playing one-on-one and we see that stupid pivot dance movie thing again. And we learn that she calls it the Ali shuffle because now you see it and now you get knocked out. <laughs> I don't get it because nobody gets knocked out by your terrible shot that just happens to go in in post-production. <laughs> so there's this whole <laughs> montage of practice with the coach saying the same thing 50 times about passing the ball. And then he says, Oh, this is actually probably my most favorite part of the entire movie. Nobody said it. He's like, Nikki, Nikki, pass. No, Nikki. <sighs> Whistles. Ah! Oh, I almost wrote that down. I almost wrote that down. He just doesn't know what to say. Anymore. No! And I'm like, that's it. That must be what it's like to coach 14-year-old girls. I yeah. don't know. so the coach sits everybody down he tries to teach them about teamwork and he mentions this big tournament in new york that he's like i'm not even gonna bring you guys there because they're gonna eat you alive out there but the team's like what like we want to go coach no we want to go so they get to this tournament and they're in the final game down by two points heather blocks the ball and scores a three-pointer she celebrates the whole team is like right around her 
leaving the whole back half of the court wide open and the other team scores an easy layup to win the tournament. We would be running sprints like on that court. <laughs> yeah. So the girls come home and it's Christmas time and the parents are greeting them. They're so proud of the girls for getting second. And Nikki only has the driver there to greet her. So her dad is nowhere to be found. Heather's checking in on Nikki and Nikki apologizes in that moment, which is big growth for her for riding them so hard. Uh, so the girls invite Nikki to their shitty home. So she's not alone. Uh, and they eat these shitty bean cheese bacon bread paninis made on a waffle iron. <laughs> it was a waffle iron, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's literally 1 a.m. after yeah. they came home from New York <laughs> to go play some basketball outside. <laughs> and then the hottie hot hottie Galen comes out. And she's like, he's like, oh, you guys woke me up. And he apparently lives there. Wow, we. And he decides to all of a sudden, hey, I'm going to coach you guys. And they have this weird flirty moment. Um, and the girls just oodled and oodled and loved it. What a Christmas gift. Um, after this <laughs> fun late night practice, the girls start playing like a team the next game. Wow. <laughs> coach Gatlin is better than their actual coach. Coach High School Musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's six seconds left in this next game and Heather misses a shot, but Heidi's on the other side and rebounds two seconds around the clock and the opposing team coach gets a technical and that gives the sea Kings two free throws. So Heather assumes she'll be taking the shots. But the coach is like, uh, uh-uh, Heidi has a hot hand and is going to take the free throws. So now Heather is extremely offended because she's the basketball star. So Heidi is walking up to the line. And the dad runs up to the coach and is like, you're making a big mistake. Heather should be shooting. Like, Heidi isn't ready for this. And I'm like oh. offended for every other female in that gym that a father would like run across a court to like. Also, if I was the mom, I would divorce him like literally on the spot. For real. <laughs> I'd be like, we're done. Like, who I do can't you think you, you are? That. He literally humiliated his other daughter. <laughs> in the in front of the entire school it was mind-boggling to me the coach basically calls him hot-headed and is like sit your ass down which good coach (laughs) that's the best another good coach moment Heidi misses the first shot but she makes a second they inbound the ball remaining two seconds and then win and it's kind of like how the tables turn again because Heather you know did so great in that tryout game and everybody was like, oh, Heather. And Heidi was like, oh, woe is me. And now Heidi is like, wow, I'm the best. And Heather's like, woe is me. So it's fun to watch them kind of go back and forth a bit. So the next scene is Heather and Galen playing on the court outside at their Shady Shores home. And apparently she's just been like, she's so upset that she sucked that game that they had to be playing one-on-one for two hours. And Galen's like, yo, we need to be done. Like, you are going to hurt yourself. You have a big game coming up for the finals. We need to stop right here. And Heather's like, nobody's making you stay. Just play. So she lands on her ankle wrong. Duh. Um, uh, Heather is upstairs icing her ankle. Mom checks in on her. And uh, we have, like, a really great mother-daughter moment talking about why is Heather, like, so hard on herself. And there's always going to be somebody better than you. Don't play to beat your sister. 
don't play to um, be good enough for your father, but play because you love it. Um, so it's the final game, and it's the Sea Kings versus Bix High. But it's a it's a pretty even matchup. So they're both scoring on both ends, and um, they start to double team <gasps> Heidi so much so that she can't even touch the ball. So. Larry, the twins' dad, finally shows up to the game with Nikki's dad. There's not a lot of backstory in that moment. Like, we didn't know he was missing, but all of a sudden the girls are like, oh, look, they sitting up. next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they never explain what happened. They no. never explain. Like, was he just <laughs> sitting at home and the dad kind of knows where he lives since he dropped Heidi off for a party there? Maybe he was like, I know you're in there. And he, like, <laughs> grabbed him in the mine, put it in the back of the car the Volkswagen and like got their butts to the game. I don't know. <laughs> um, so Nikki like turns on the jets because her dad's there, you know? Um, although Nikki's stunt double is far more tan than Nikki yeah. is. And, and like a foot taller and built totally differently. <laughs> Hair is different. Everything is different. <laughs> and then Heidi's stunt double, like I won't get it. Like it's close, but she has like a boxier body and it's still, yeah. you're like, that girl knows basketball. <laughs> At least with these stunt doubles, though, like we're getting good basketball. Like, yeah, yeah it's not like you were cringing the whole time because you were seeing some good plays. Like, there's a step back through the legs, three point shot by the other team, and I'm like, okay, girl. Like, mm. it was it's really good. Um, so Nikki gets pushed into the base of the basketball hoop, which I found interesting because I guess back in the day, that's probably true. Basketball hoops actually had bases. Oh, I mean, yeah. they do in the NBA too, but in high schools, typically it comes from the ceiling and drops down. Yeah. That you're not hurting yourself because mm -hmm. high school kids hurt themselves so much. <laughs> so, uh, Nikki gets pushed and basically she's like, my arm's numb, <sighs> which it makes no sense. She did not get pushed. Also five seconds later, she's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. Coach. It's just my left arm. I can Blue. do it. Coach. <laughs> But then literally as she's getting ready to do the free throw, her left arm is fine. Yeah. Totally fine. So in this huddle of being like, Nikki, are you okay? Can you take your free throws? Heather decides to say, uh, stall as long as you can, coach. And we watch Heather hobble off the court through <laughs> the gym doors to do whatever she needs to do. Everyone is confused by this. So Nikki makes the extra point because she did make the layup. So she only had one free throw. Um, and it's now a one point game and there are seven seconds left. And the camera shoots to Heather, who all of a sudden decides to, to suit up and walk into the gym. Game ready. The gym falls silent as we watch her hobble over to the team huddle. Heather proposes this amazing idea that she should be put into the game to be a decoy to hopefully pull one of the double teamed players off of Heidi and then somebody else like a Heidi to get the shot off. And the coach is like, this might work. Like, it's so crazy. It might work. But I'm like, no coach in their right mind would allow a broken ankle, which is what they kind of showed, or even a sprained ankle to go out onto the court again. So... Heather gets the ball because the other coach on the other opposing team is like, we don't care about her. She can't hurt us. Like she won't score. And, um, Heather gets the ball and everybody in slow motion is like, Heather, 
Shoot. Shoot the floor. It's the longest seven seconds of life. And in that seven seconds, she's doing the Ali shuffle. And now you see me. Now Which, again, her out. ankle is it's fine. fine. <laughs> why, why is it fine? I don't know. <laughs> so she does a stupid foot thing. Uh, while everyone is crying at her to shoot. And then someone finally comes off of Heidi, contests Heather. She dribbles past, wowza, uh, with no issues. She passes the ball to Heidi, who puts up a shot with under one second on the clock. The camera then pans to Nikki, who is mouthing mouthing something like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi makes the shot, and they win. Amazing. Uh, after the game, the dad apologizes to both of the kids for being too hard on them and also pushing them to do things that he wanted them to do. And the coach comes up running and is like, hey, who's your money player now? And the dad's like, both of them. Uh, and the coach calls out that there's a woman's pro league starting up in the future. Wink, wink. And the movie ends with the best song ever, you know, the one where SpongeBob and the jellyfish party all night to bug Squidward and the girls are playing two on two proteins with the best ending shot of a Disney original movie. <laughs> their heads up at the ball. Oh, what an ending. What? 10 out of 10. But there, I knew there would be no way you could get through this entire episode without mentioning SpongeBob and you did it. I'm so happy I could have disappointed. <laughs> okay, let's play some bingo. Uh, I just want to say we're about to do bingo, and I looked up the bingo sheet, and I dare to say I don't think this is going to get a bingo. Okay, let's find <laughs> out. Uh, this is my find prediction. Okay. okay, we'll see if you're right. Um, let's start. I'm going to start today. We'll start in the top left corner and then we'll go, I'll start then Bryce, then Val. Let's do that. Um, so we'll go one hit wonder song. So that opening song was pretty one hitty. There were three songs that were like listed in the IMDb, like soundtrack thing. One of them is the song from like. You know, like y'all ready for this? Do, 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 Who do, sings do, that? Do, 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 do. Two unlimited, but they have another song that is also um, a hit that has even more like downloads than that one. What is it? I forget what it's called, but I was like, oh yeah, this is a song. I know this song. Um, so definitely not a one-hit wonder. And then there were two other songs, but I couldn't find them on Spotify. I would say that there was no one-hit wonder song in this one. All right, no one-hit wonder song. No one hit wonder. Uh, breaking the fourth wall slash looking into the camera. At the end. When they look yeah, up. How, that's not breaking the fourth wall because they're looking at the ball. Like that's Yeah, but their, they're looking into the camera. That's in the they? box, Bryce. I don't think so. I don't think so. Wow. I think I'm with Bryce on this one. Wow. Yeah, there's no wall break. This is Al signing off. <laughs> we can take it from here all yeah. the game. Yeah, we're all twins now, so it doesn't matter. I don't even need to be here. (laughs) Twin takeover. Okay, holiday themed. Well, there is a Christmas. Will you put a Christmas tree? Just a little baby one. (laughs) Fine, but it doesn't count. Okay. 
<laughs> clunky metaphor. I don't know that this one has one because like, especially because especially it's based, based on, on a true, true story. story. Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't, there's no, there's no reason to have one. They're just telling a story. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Great. Uh, parents who just don't get it. Dad. Oh, yes. We have yes. both though. Parents who totally get it. Like the mom <laughs> and the yeah. dad who's really checking off this box. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Non-parent adult. Coach. I think coach. Yeah, coach counts. But do you call him cool? I think he's cool. Here's why I think he's cool. Because you feel like he's out of control, right? Like he has no influence over these girls. He's not a good coach. But then he gets them with that tournament thing. He's like, like they're all acting like jerks and they're not playing as a team. And then he's like, oh, I guess I might as well tear up that invitation. And uh, and then he's like, if you guys can play like a team, then I guess we can go to New York for Christmas. And they're all like, oh, we could play as a team. We could play as a team. And then they play as a team. So yeah. I'm just saying. I'm team I don't think coach that is makes cool. him cool. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Someone too famous for a TV movie. Well, OK, so I thought no for a really long time, but I forgot. I was like, why do I know Nikki, who's in Gilmore Girls, like a very big role in Gilmore Girls, too, like unforgettable. However, I forgot her. Uh, but when I never watched it. When mm. was that? Let's see. My only thing was, would the mom having been in all 65 episodes of the first run of One Day at a Time? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so let's let if nothing else, let's count that. But yeah. also, you're right. Uh, Wizard Face was in Gilmore Girls starting in 2000. Oh, okay. So I would say at least in combination, the two nice. of them were they combined well to one famous to one person. full point. Okay, yeah, yeah. Competition to resolve central problem. I would say I'd this say whole so. thing is a competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, a montage sequence. Y- yeah just every time they're playing spice, basketball they're playing basketball and the whole like flash dance thing at the beginning oh yeah uh cliche villains would you put nikki there yep because i thought about yeah. that too I think she's yeah. she's yeah. team captain yep high school bully yeah jealous yep hmm clothes or items you own and we all heard val say she had that belt i did have that belt (laughs) i was trying to find a picture of me but al you you had something too heidi had uh that those like hanging things by your door oh like the bees you totally did and i had the butterfly the like that exact rainbow butterfly like (laughs) beads that you hang in in your door Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. I was excited for this. I'm going to guess 40. Mm. Bricey? She's guessing 40. I know I have my hatred towards it, but I feel like it'd be higher. I'll I'll stick with in the 40s. We're going 48. You're both wrong, but we get the point. It's 57. Wow. 57 high. Mm-hmm. that's high yeah that is high mm-hmm. okay i accept that i am wrong same ha- happily mm-hmm. ever after oh yeah oh, sure yeah. freeze frame oh what does this say almost kissing no 
No, but if we had stayed around the kitchen long enough after the girls went outside to play basketball, I bet you those parents <laughs> did the dirty in the kitchen. <laughs> they did the dirty. They were like, the kids they are outside. <laughs> kids we got to christen this. New yeah, we got to christen this yep. apartment. Yeah. All right. No, almost kissing. Someone who became famous. We do tend to include character actors in this. Yeah. So I would, I would say, say dad for sure. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. is an exception we have we have made throughout the year we've been doing this, Bryce. We have. We can't have a continuity error. We must continue. We must. That. We must continue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Betraying of one's real friends or values. Mm. Well, there's a lot of betrayal with Heidi, who just ditches her best friend. But oh my, <laughs> Bryce is really hyped up on that. <laughs> ultimately, I don't. I don't. A hundred percent feel there's anything crazy in no there. i don't think so if no. anything there's a lot of turnarounds where like you know our mm-hmm. villain becomes yeah. friends and all that jazz. yeah 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 your childhood crush mcdreamy dreamy pants <laughs> you big galen i don't fan? remember him at all i didn't remember him either no. like i knew there was a hot guy but like i could not um i would like to, to to say that bryce did say she had a crush on heather earlier that's true that's true. So I'm going to say we mark this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but she's still no Lola Bunny. Like, my first actual crush was Lola Bunny, then Michael Jordan. So <laughs> that makes Mine sense. Mine was yeah. Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That also makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> obviously bad special effects or stunts. I'm going to say every time. Every time there's basketball. so obvious that that was a different person playing yeah. basketball. That yeah. counts 100%. Yeah. yeah. Our DCOM stars square. I'm not even going to read them off. You know who they are. And they're not in this movie. <laughs> Next box. Musical <laughs> number. <laughs> Magic. No. Just the fact that like her ankle was healed in a day. Yeah, that was pretty magical. <laughs> that was pretty magical. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Not even science magic. Not even science magic. Um, no. Someone says the title of the movie. Okay, so this yes. one I was struggling with, though, because the only reason it comes up in the movie is in the last game. And they, they're like, what do they say? It's like, they're double teaming her. They're double teaming her. But it's not like they're, like, it doesn't hit <laughs> the way that you would want it to Hit. With that being said, we usually don't have that high of a bar, and I'm going to accept it. If you I'm marking that shit, Scooby Dude. No, no, not in, like There's this not is really not anything. a thing where they could solve anything. No, mm-hmm. no. The heroes create the problem. Nope, Dad did. Dad definitely did. Lead is a fish out of water. I would say they're a fish out of water in the new school for sure. Yeah, okay. Especially Heather at the beginning. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we got one bingo. Woo! We have our second line down. Cool non-parent adult, someone too famous for a TV movie, competition to resolve central problem, a montage sequence, and cliche villain. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Let's keep moving right along. 
We're going to play the game of sports pals. Hey. All right. Um, in this game, you're going to be able to work together to come up with an answer. Okay. Yeah. We have eight sets of siblings. Oh. Oh, and you have okay. to tell me what sport they both play. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. okay. Some of these it. are hard, and you have to think outside of the box. Okay. Um, there are two sets of twins. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This okay. is inspired by Double T. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. We're wow. going gonna to start, start off really, really easy. Okay. Venus and Serena Williams. That's number two. You want to say what they play? <laughs> Tennis. Tennis. Yay, we got that one right. All right, number one, we have Eli and Peyton Manning. Oh. Foosball. Sorry, they're twins. It's a freaky twin thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bob and Mike Bryan. I have no idea. Bryan? They are also twins. I'm going to guess baseball. You want to guess baseball? Baseball. Sure. Baseball. That is incorrect. It's tennis. Shit. There's two tennises. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is like, well, I don't know. Okay. um, This one's hard. Kurt and Kyle Busch. I'll give you a clue. This is not a sport. Wait. Wait, What? Gymnastics? If she's right, I want to go with that answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know whether to keep going or not. Oh, uh, so it sounds well, like you're wrong. wrong. It like you're wrong. Okay, keep going. This is not a sport where you do a lot of movement yourself. It sounds like chess. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It is a sport. a sport where you don't um, do a lot of movement. Okay, maybe like or curling. Well, curling, you do a lot of movement. When you're moving, well, ping down. pong, you do ping a lot pong. of movement. Well, but you're you're pretty stationary. <laughs> but really? Carly, you're going down the ice <laughs> like a like hundred yards. Um, what is a sport where you don't move a lot? Like archery? Oh, let's go archery. We saw Al's okay, eyes archery. light up. Archery, archery. It's NASCAR. What? Oh, because <laughs> otherwise we were going to sit here for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Bush. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bryce might know this one. That gives it away. Soccer. Brooke, Brooke and Robin Lopez. The fact that she said I might know this one makes me think it's soccer. Wait, say the names again. Brooke and Robin Lopez. They're uh, twins. Oh, they also play basketball. Uh, Robin Lopez played on the Bulls. I'm going to go basketball. Val? I I support. All right. It's correct. It's basketball. Okay. All right. This next one. Eric, Mark, Jordan, Jared, and their last name is Stahl. S-T-A-A-L. The name sounds so familiar. Think cold. Cold hockey. It uh, has yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. It's curling. I'm just no. hockey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is John and Jim Harbaugh. Oh, football. 
Football. Yeah. All right. This one's really hard. So think outside the box. Justine and Jordan Moen. Diving. Something with the pool. Something with the pool. It's got to be a pool. Pool sport. So close. It involves being next to water. It's beach volleyball. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. I knew it was like an Olympics. Like I knew yeah. that name mm-hmm. from the Olympics. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got one, two, three, four, five. Correct. Wow. That's not bad. That's pretty no, good. We did good. Virtual high five. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Sports pals. Uh, Bryce, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. We wouldn't, we truly couldn't have had anyone else other than the leads of double teamed to be here today. (laughs) And luckily all three of us were here. The leads of double teamed, (laughs) the three (laughs) twins. Yes. Um, Bryce, you should know that my like favorite movie of all time is The Parent Trap. And so I've always wanted to find my long lost twin and it means such a great deal to me that I finally have. I, I literally couldn't be put on a higher pedestal. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine. Um, Bryce, where can uh, people find you on the interwebs? Oh, I am on Instagram as let me tell you, um, I believe my name is Brizzle. B-R-I-Z-Z-L-E underscore Dizzle D-I-Z-Z-L-E 11 because that was my sports number growing up. Nice. Wow. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. And next episode, we'll be watching Cadet Kelly. We're very excited. Um, Tell a friend. Leave a review. Tell your mom, uh, <laughs> go save the planet. I don't know. Um, Bryce, we love you. Thank you so much for joining. I love you guys. You're the best. You're the best. Um, and bye, Val. Bye, Al. Bye, Bryce. Bye, Queens. <laughs> This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.